0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Open Mic. My name is Logan. I am here with Coco, J.C., and Jared. Today, we are—it's a Wednesday morning. We're fresh off another Tuesday night at Young Adults. How's everybody feeling?
1: Man, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling energized. Last night was an awesome night. Trevor did an incredible job. This morning, I hit up a coffee shop. Feeling good.
0: The power of prayer. If you missed it, go back and listen to that. Yeah, check
2: it out. Yeah, I'm feeling good, too. I went to a coffee shop for the first time. Never been there before. Ooh. Classic what, coffee Rock. Shop? Classic Rock. Oh, really? Throwback. Yes, yeah, nice. someone else recommended it. I was like, okay, we'll try it out. It was pretty Did good. Did you like it? It was okay. good, yeah. Nice.
3: Yeah, I spent the morning with, uh, had some some time with my middle son, Jet, so just got to hang out with him. It's always a good time to just drop him off back with mom and head into work. So it was good. It was a good time go. with him.
0: We ran by Target. It was great. I love it. The old morning target run. So, guys, today we are talking about something that we are all super passionate about, the four of us, uh, and that's why we decided to start a young adults conference. And so, you're here, you're getting the insider scoop. How did it all happen? Why are we doing it? What is our future vision for the conference? And this has been something that has been several years in the making, but Jared, kind of take us through a little bit, take the audience, the listeners through a little bit of how this all started to go down.
3: All right. Let's get on this journey together. So, we um we you know, we we started things in what was it? Early 2018, spring 2018, mm-hmm. and for a long time we're just trying to keep the wheels on things. Like <laughs> we're trying to figure out how to make what we do better, how to, you know, close all the, all the holes we and had and you're talking and about just young adults Just young general, adults yeah. in general, just at our Tuesday night service. And when we started, we kind of said, like, let's not do a ton of outside events. Mm-hmm. If we do an event, let's do it on a Tuesday night. I think we maybe did a handful of, like, we would do a Friday night, like, Christmas party or something a little bit different. I can't, I can't remember. But a lot of times we would just do stuff on a mm-hmm. Tuesday because it's in people's schedules, it's in people's kind of calendars. So, but pretty quickly, I think we, we started to, maybe around the end of 2019, and we kind of threw it around before then of, like, we want to do conference like that would be really fun and kind of the idea the heart behind it is like I think we've all been to conferences the the four of us that have been encouraging or challenging I think that there's just something to the power of like a moment of like I went to this conference and I learned this thing or even more than like I learned something you remember the experience and you remember who you were there with you remember like oh man that's when I got to know that person really well is when we got in a car and we went to for we went five hours to Nashville or we went whatever and you you kinda of remember the car ride just as much as you remember anything. And then you remember like, oh we listened to this speaker. And then we chewed on it together afterwards. And it's such a bonding thing that the peop that, that you're that you're doing it with someone mm-hmm. that we're like we we have been so impacted by that um individually. And even even if you take it back to like us as a ministry, I mean, we were it, before 2018, we were two separate ministries. We were a college ministry and a post college ministry. And we didn't know what that was going to look like. And we all had our concerns and our doubts and our thoughts about it. And we went to um, uh, Abundant Life Paradigm in Kansas City, uh, where Josiah Jones was at the time. And it wasn't a conference, it was just their Tuesday night. But what it did was it opened up some vision for us. Mm-hmm. It helped us kind of borrow their faith, see what was possible, see what we could do. And that it was like it opened the doors for us. It was like everything started to make sense. And it wasn't that they just ran a different play and and we just copied everything. It was that they were just doing what the Bible said. And they were. it was challenging and it was an encouraging thing. So uh, I think we wanted to be able to replicate that in the Midwest because there wasn't really anything near here that there's a lot of big um, city hubs. There's St. Louis and Kansas City and Tulsa and Oklahoma City. And you're not far from a lot of things but no one was putting on a conference just for young adults. So we toyed with it a lot. Um, I think we had a plan at one point to do something uh, in 2022. And that kind of got... 2020. 2020, yeah, 2020. And uh, COVID shut that down, which, which was probably for the best. Yeah. And you know, we we fumbled through 2020 and figured out what we were doing and started meeting again in the fall. And we got to spring 2021, and we thought... I think we can do this. Mm -hmm. And I think we just each had this moment of like, you think we can? I think we should try. I think we should push forward and try. Um, And that's how we kind of decided to do a conference.
1: Yeah, I I just, I'm thinking back to like how, you know, God's timing is perfect. Because we were convinced we were doing this conference, some version of a conference earlier. But God set that aside. But then again in 2021, like God gave all of us a green light. And all it, there's a lot of people at the table for that to happen. And I just remember being like, okay, this is it. And I think what's cool is, like, Springfield is a college town. And so we know that everyone has influence in people's lives, like, here in Springfield, at school, at work, whatever. And so we were like, how can we put on a conference that can encourage uh, believers but also like invite people who have no idea what it's like to step into church and they have an opportunity to hear the gospel and their lives could be changed forever um, and our goal like as a young adults community is to reach 570 people with the gospel and to be in our community and we're like what can we do to like reach that goal so we were like we have to try anything and everything. Uh, to be able to do that, and I think that this is something that has like added to that and helped us to be able to do that. but then we expanded that vision too for like man, let's get more people that are around the country to have them come and see what a team could look like, see them see for them to see like what it could look like for them to start even a young adult's ministry. And so our prayer throughout this whole thing is that God would uh, reach people with the gospel but also encourage other people to catch a vision for their life and be able to go back strengthened to be able to keep going with the mission.
2: Yeah, and I love that you said that you wanted people to catch a vision for their life because I grew up going to conferences and it would be a spiritual high for like 30 days and then you get home and you're like, oh, this was cool for a little while now I'm just going to wait till the next conference. But that wasn't our mindset going into this. We wanted young adults to have their lives changed forever Mm -hmm. so that they would have marriages centered on Christ, that would have families centered on Christ, that they would influence their workplaces to be centered Mm -hmm. around Christ. Um, So that was really our prayer the whole time going into it, and we really do feel like we've seen a lot of life change. There's still stories that we get to hear every day of how people have found victory over Mm -hmm. sin, and they've been free from that sin struggle since our conference, yeah. which now is coming up on a year ago. Mm-hmm. So it's just incredible to see how God worked through all of that. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I think you're exactly right, Coco, is that this was something we had kicked around, you know what I mean? And then it was like it got put on hold. It was still kind of a dream in the background, mm-hmm. but I feel like we all got the green light at the same time where it was like we, I remember we were at Black Lab Coffee in downtown Springfield Mo. whenever we brought it back up and everybody was like, I think we can do like it's going to stretch us, but we can do it. It really was um, a step out in faith, but I think that shows that within your community you need people pursuing God personally, yeah. so that then you can apply that to just a vision and the mission of your ministry um, as well. So I, I felt like we were all very confident mm-hmm. that we felt equipped and called by God to do mm-hmm. it at the same time, and um, that was important. And so. There really, it was a step out in faith. And I, I think, like, we all know that. But uh, we went into, like, hey, let's do a conference. We're like, what's our budget? We don't have one. Who are our speakers? We don't know. Where are we going to do it at? Like, how's it going to look? We didn't know any of those things. We just knew uh, that we wanted to. And God's provision was just absolutely incredible. So we want to talk through those things real quick of just how God provided us the speakers. He provided us for us financially, great weather. Um, he provided our an awesome team. Uh, so let's just take a time uh, and talk about, like, Jared, Who we sat down we talked about, we would love to have who you mentioned, Josiah Jones, who was from, at that time, uh, Abundant Life Church in Kansas City, and he was part of Paradigm. We were like, hey, what if we could get him? We were hearing about this guy, John Elmore, who I, I'm just going to talk yeah, about. You it. You I'm already it. taking yep. all your thunder. Sorry. <laughs> we heard about I don't this. Know what I would say. <laughs> we were hearing about this guy, John Elmore, who wrote this book, Freedom Starts Today. We had bought the book. We started reading, we're like, wow, this is really good. Then we hear him speak, and we're like, wow, he's incredible. So we literally sat at the table in Black Lab. We said, man, who are two speakers like we could get we said Josiah and John. That would be like our dream. We asked them, sent the requests in, thought no way we'll get them both. They both said yes. So we were – that was like one of the first green lights we got. But
3: um, why don't we speak to the financial portion well, of Well, I just want to talk about John Elmore because he wrote that book. I think you had read it, and I started reading it. And it was in the middle of COVID lockdown, and we were just trying to find stuff to put online, and, and we were – I think we were talking so much that people were tired of hearing from us, so Logan <laughs> reached out and asked if he could interview John, and he said yes, and we were like, maybe this guy doesn't know how to say no, so we can ask him to come to our conference, too, <laughs> and he did it, so that's like one of, the, one of the crazy things, and he's from Springfield, just kind of this connection, but yeah, with the finances, it was interesting because um, we finalized our budget, like you know, first thing in the calendar year, so in January, and I think we decided to do it in, like, February, so when we were, like, finalizing it, it was like, all right, where's this going to come from? We don't have a budget yeah. for it. Our budget just got finalized, and it's not it's not in the books, so we kind of had to move forward with faith mm-hmm. um, and planning and know, like, we, I remember sitting down and trying to figure out what all of this is going to cost, mm-hmm. and... Just going, all right, we got to pray for this because it's not just going to come out of thin air. And God provided. Absolutely. He provided through um, some friends and some some offerings, some different things that happened. But um, just an incredible thing to see how, like, we had the vision. Almost, you could probably argue, not at a wise time. We had it later than it should have been. (laughs) That if we were really smart about it, we would have said, okay, let's wait till 2022. Let's plan it. Mm -hmm. We can get it in the budget. But we just kind of pushed forward Mm -hmm. knowing that, like, okay, if this is something God is going to let us do, finances are not going to stop us from doing it. And uh, God provided in a a lot of different ways through a lot of different people's generosity. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was so cool to see how, like, we weren't in need of anything. Mm -hmm. There wasn't anything that we were like, oh, we need to do that, but we just can't afford it. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything that we needed happened, and it was great. It was such an incredible thing to just kind of see the finances come through uh, around the vision.
1: And I think I feel so blessed by our church because they like, I mean, our church was founded in 1936. And so our church is, you know, 75 plus, you know, Uh, but the cool thing about that is our church was so behind us because we got the green light from our pastors and, and they were for it. Then our church came like alongside us and partnered with us in prayer and financially. And like, people were asking us like, how is that going? Like, you know, what, what does that look like? And we got to celebrate with our church family about like what God did at that conference. And we're still reaping the benefits of that conference. And that's why I'm so excited for this year. Um, but something I think was so cool was our team was incredible. Um, so we have, the way we were able to put this on was with the, with the help of our team members who do an incredible job every Tuesday, uh, making young adults happen. But we, uh, it was so cool because we had our team track people who they were going through training and their very first night was conference night. And one of my favorite <laughs> stories was one of the girls who is now an intern. She's awesome. She's like, so we like actually get to be part of the team tonight at conference? She's like, I get to wear the lanyard? I'm like... <laughs> Girl, that lanyard is all yours. Coco yes, it upon her. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. And so, man, I just remember standing in our gym where we had like our team huddle, looking around, which we have pictures of that. You got to go back and look at it because it's some of the most powerful pictures to me is to see the faithfulness of our team who bought into the mission, who's like, I'm going to come and I'm going to make this event happen uh, alongside all, like the whole team. And just to look around that room, we got to worship together, we got to pray together, and we got to ask God to show up and he did that and so that just like so strengthened our team so when we're meeting on Tuesday nights we're like remember conference how God showed up like that was incredible we get to be strengthened by that as a team Um, and so yeah it was it was just really awesome and I think uh, I'm excited for all of our new team members who didn't get to experience conference to be able to like step in and do that. And one more thing about this, I it was you know our t- our conference was Friday night, Saturday night or Saturday afternoon and night.
0: Some late nights.
1: Some late nights. So I mean, I remember we were flipping the the church on Saturday night, and we're like, guys, you know, get ready. We're staying. We're cleaning. We're vacuuming. We're taking the out conference trash. was at
3: our church. Yeah, it wasn't at a different location. The conference is at our church.
1: And so we're like, yeah, we're gonna do this. It's gonna you know, let's go. And so we're we're doing that we're staying after and I'm thinking like the next morning on Sunday because JC and I deal with a ton with our like our volunteer teams and stuff uh I'm thinking we're not gonna have as many volunteers from our our te- our young adults team and I I remember showing up and the amount of team members from young adults that also serve on Sunday mornings at I was blown away that they still were committed to coming and the whole, like, it was so cool because we were just so energized by what had happened mm-hmm. and they were telling me what their favorite part about conference was and how God showed up and what they were excited about. And it was just like this overwhelming feeling of like, whoa, like God showed up and he's still faithful. And like, we were just so excited to be able to celebrate that together.
3: Yeah. One of my favorite times was seeing uh, getting there at like eight in the morning the next day I was there eight or nine hours earlier and yeah. we had team members that got there earlier than uh-huh. I did that are walking in. It was like, man, they, they love not just their ministry, they yeah. love God and yep. they're serving God. That's the body and that's Christ. one of the one yeah. of the most encouraging things that we get to do as a ministry, I think.
2: Yeah, and I think that same energy has carried us through this semester, Well, last semester and this semester, honestly, because that really did build unity among mm-hmm. our team members, and they're already looking forward to next year. So oh, yeah. are we, um, but they just feel stronger as a team because we had those like two nights, long hours, mm-hmm. and now we serve every single Tuesday together too. And so I really do think that was God's plan as part of the conference was to unify our team as one, to unify us as a staff, um, and to just make sure that the leaders were strong so that we could minister to the people God was bringing to our church for the first time.
0: And, I mean, you talk about the power of the church and the power of prayer. Uh, There's a lady in our church named Helen Miles who is just a prayer warrior. And um, I I remember I saw her one uh, night on a Wednesday night before the conference had started, and I'm thinking, like, I know she's praying all the time, and I was like, "I was like, you you should pray for our conference. Like we're getting ready to do this." She's like, "Oh, I already am." I'm like, wait, how did you even know? I don't even know how she knew we were doing a conference, but she knew about it. She was already praying about it. And I'm just like, that's incredible. Here is a woman who um, is not a young adult, who has no reason to really know what we have going on, other than that she is still passionate about the next generation being reached. And that's the power of her prayers. I feel like we got to live in that. Uh, My favorite one of my favorite memories of conference, and Coco doesn't remember this, but it did happen, is uh, we we were like, where are we going to have our after parties? It's all planned for outside. We're going to do it outside. And I believe God delights in the details and the little things. And we're stressing. Jared was trying to put a tent up <laughs> for like three hours, failed at it. Do you have any comments on that, Jared? It's still pretty salty. <laughs>
3: uh, but yeah, we, we we thought we had a tent figured out. Uh, but it was just like the tent that we had was just not working. Like the the company that we got it from, I think something messed up where they didn't, they didn't get us all the right pieces to the tent and it it rained that weekend. Like it was a Friday and Saturday so. and they're in the event business. So we had a contact there that was like, Hey, we can get you something. We got to the day of, they're they're getting it figured out. There were so many other events going, they were trying to get it figured out. So it's me and like four of our volunteers in the rain for like half the day wet shoes, wet socks. Like we you know, I'm I'm out there trying to like get it done and it's it, it's like not happening. Like there was just a, a couple moments where we were like, okay, there are not the correct pieces to this tent and we won't be able to get them in time. That's just the reality and uh fast forward not one drop of rain the entire night until we're we're all cleaned up, we're done for the night, we're walking to our cars and it just starts to just sprinkle. It was crazy. And it was just one of those where I was like, Okay, God had it in his hand the whole time.
0: And and, uh, and the I crazy part it, about it was is the part that Coco doesn't remember. In our team huddle with like hundred plus people, Coco literally goes, And it's not gonna it's not gonna rain tonight because God hears our prayers and he knows it. And Jared and I are looking at each other like the forecast is showing seventy <laughs> percent in the next hour. Like it it really was like I just look at it, it was like that was a prayer of bold faith yeah. and like I, I think I heard that, and so it was cool to see the provision in that capacity. So this year's conference theme is chosen, and honestly, I think, JC, you were the one responsible for the, the conference theme in our meeting, but unpack that, that theme for us a little bit.
2: Yeah, this is one of my favorite verses. It's First Peter 2, 9, and it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Um, that's a verse I have taped to my wall in my room because it reminds me that I'm just not here to live a life on my own, to build worldly possessions, to make a name for myself. As believers, we are chosen by God as his royal priesthood to be his light to other people and to make his kingdom known here on earth. Um, So when we were planning conference, honestly, God just brought this verse to my mind and I was like, young adults need to hear that they are chosen because that's really the only strength that we can have. Like, we can't muster up our own courage to make sure our lives go well. Our lives have to be rooted and founded in Christ in order for us to be able to glorify Him in everything we do.
0: I love that. I'm so excited to, like— I think it's so, like, that's what we need is we always need to be stepping out of the darkness into the light, you know what I mean? And so I, I love our theme for the conference, and um, again, we talk about God's timing. We have, this year coming, we have Jonathan pecluda who's coming oh, to speak, um, and he probably, I, I've not met him in person yet, but he probably thinks I'm insane because we have inc- <laughs> we have requested JP to come speak at, at Young and Old Sings. This is the fourth time, fourth time's wow. a charm. And uh, we asked again, and I think like, God timed it perfectly where he's coming. Um, and we love JP because he, he uh, just is so faithful to God's word. And he's just so, like, God has blessed him with a gift and an ability. We have John Elmore coming back to speak again, who... You know, we we hear uh, people talk all the time. His sermons was one of the best sermons they've ever mm-hmm. heard. And he's so equipped, so gifted by God. And um, he's coming back. And so we're excited to have them. Coco, what else do we have going on at conference? Like, why would someone want to come to this year?
1: Man, we are going to have the party of the fall. Like, if you're looking to have a good time, we you need to come to conference, essentially is what I'm saying. And here's
0: the thing for us post-college people. You don't have as many fun <laughs> events going on. So hey, but you we're... know what?
1: We will this, this year. September and October. So, um, no, we are going to have so much fun. I mean, last year, we we had some fun after parties. This year, it's going to be even better. Um, but come to our conference because we have some incredible speakers. We have High Street Worship, which we just feel so blessed to have – an incredible worship team that we get to worship with every Sunday. Um, but they're going to be here, and so we're excited to have them again. Uh, we also have some breakout speakers from all over the country. Um, we have – should I tell them a breakout speakers? Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. at least
0: release the ones we've got.
1: Yeah, for sure we know. So uh, I'm a little biased because I have I have two siblings that are going to come and speak. we got Rob Lyons that's going to come speak. He did an awesome – Breakout last year, people still come up to me like that one breakout Rob talked about. It was talking about confidence looks good on you, so good. Um, and then my sister Tiffany's going to come and do a breakout uh, session as well. We've and got the
0: Perez's coming yep. from Granbury, Texas. Andrew and Kelsey used to be part of our community. Both were on our team here. They're coming back as well, and so I we'll have some more names to drop to you guys later but uh, the breakouts are are, going to be awesome as well so
1: yeah you'll want to plan to come to that because it seriously is just a time to like even get to know other people while you're there and like meet new friends and that's what another reason I love conferences because I'm like I'm going with my people but I also get to meet other people who maybe are in the same stage of life doing the same thing and so we get to come together and just really have a good time odds are odds are
3: high you're going to get a new profile picture
0: yeah
1: that's
3: yeah one of one of my favorite things was that we built these Massive photo booths. Yeah, it was the year. worst thing to build ever. Jared and I were down you at didn't our
0: do barn. it. Jared you did it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You I did. did some I did. Of it. Shout help out, to Jacqueline.
1: It. Almost dehydrated. Jared Maggard helped
3: me help me build. We basically built two walls. I'm I'm offended right now. <laughs> I'm, I I don't feel like I've offended you, so you need to deal with this. But uh, you did some. Now that I remember it, you did some of the work um but i just remember how much i did and then you're taking credit <laughs> for it so i i'm offended okay. now <laughs> but uh those were two of my two of my favorite things just because it was like these massive photo wall, like I was looking at our pictures from last year, and it's like there's like 15 people in mm-hmm. this in this fun picture. You get pictures with your squad, with your people, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to have bigger and better ones this year. Yeah, we are. Um, we're planning some of the themes for them, and I think they're going to be so cool. I'm so excited. Uh, what was your all's like? What were the highlights? What were some of the things that happened at After Party last year? And then what are we doing kind of in the same vein this year?
1: I mean, I was a big fan of Silent Disco. I don't yeah, know if you've for, ever done For someone that? who's
3: not heard what that is, okay. Coco, explain yeah. what Silent Disco is. So
1: what happens is there's a ton of headphones that you come and get some headphones. And then there's different stations for different like different channels that you can choose. So, it, but there's different colors. So, if like I see J C has green and mm-hmm. she's like dancing, looks like she's having a great time. I'm gonna change mine to green so I can see what she's listening to. And we're on the same page. But then you'll change it to a different song. It's another really awesome song that you're like, oh my gosh. And then you're telling all your friends to change. <laughs> and so it was just like so much fun. Um, I
3: cannot wait to do it again after
0: that like, explanation. It,
1: I literally was like, what can we can we do this like soon because we're, it was so fun.
3: And we're doing it again. We're we bought, it back. We we already ordered. Twice as many headphones,
1: That's and
3: right. uh, we can we can get more. So as as the signups go up, we'll get more. But
1: we also had a mechanical bowl mm-hmm. that was so fun. I personally did not do it, but I did watch people, and it's just a good time to to see people having fun out there.
0: And I think it's just a good thing. Remember, like that was uh, obviously like I feel like God was totally. Uh, just moving at it, like just the, through through the preaching was a word, and um, man, I, like it was so encouraging. I felt like it charged people. That was like a highlight for me. But one of the highlights for me was just that it was fun, yeah. you know. And I think sometimes. Uh, I know for sure that Christians get the the stereotype. It's boring. It's not fun. Church is lame. Like I get that. You know what I'm saying? We've probably all been to some <laughs> kind of boring things. But uh, honestly, like we had a blast, and I want people to know that you can have fun in a God honoring way. And like that was a big highlight for me. That it's like we can have joy in this life together, and doing that as we're growing and we're seeking, uh, you know, His will that we can have fun together as well. So community.
2: Yeah. One of my favorite memories from conference was that the last night, Saturday night at the end of John Elmore's um, message, he like challenged everyone to come to the altar and to release like a sin struggle. And I remember I was praying and I had to move away from the altar because we needed more room because Mm -hmm. literally every single person came down and was on their knees praying and worshiping. Um, And it was just such a cool and powerful moment to see that people were vulnerable Mm -hmm. and in humility came forward and were willing to give their sin struggles over to God. And it just left us on such a good note. And that made it even more fun to just see how God was moving.
0: Do you have your penny still?
2: I do have my penny. It's in my drawer in my desk at home. So whenever I open that bad boy up, I see it.
0: I, lo- I lost my, I think my kids stole my penny, honestly. But yeah, it's, it's in a piggy bank somewhere. It's, <laughs> it's somewhere. It was donated. Uh, so I think just like last, kind of what we want to end with is just like our vision for the conference down the road. And Jared kind of mentioned it. We have a passion for just providing an experience like this in the Midwest for people. And honestly, mm. for people from wherever can come, we're, we're totally open for that. But just providing an avenue where uh, people can come and take a time to just spend with God, committing a weekend to God, you know, and seeing what He wants to teach them and how He wants to grow them. And just, uh, what's our ten-year vision for it? I don't, I don't know. I, we want to see it continue to grow, uh, for sure, because we know that. I think all of us collectively feel like with this conference, one thing we want to show people is that God is not dead in this generation, that there still is a hunger and a thirst for purpose and meaning in life. And so I think wherever God takes that, if he continues to grow it and it continues to become something bigger than what it is, we're, we're here for it. And we're going to lean in and try and be obedient to God and, and where he directs in that. But more than anything, I think our passion is, is that God still wants to do something in this generation and he has a future and a purpose for everybody. Would you all add something to that?
3: Yeah. I'll I'll steal something Coco said earlier. Um, She was talking about how, when you were a kid, you had camp, you had, you had something that you could kind of get away, Mm -hmm. hit pause on the rest of life, show up and and just be uh, spiritually fed, challenged, surrounded by people. Mm -hmm. And at, at 25 or 30, you don't have camp anymore. You don't, you don't get to go do that. Um, You could probably go do that somewhere, but, um, We wanted to provide a space that people can come, hit pause on the rest of life for a minute, have fun, like absolutely have fun, eat some good food, be surrounded with some people, take some pictures. Um, But also, I mean, I just think about what, how important a moment is Mm -hmm. in a story, in somebody's testimony, in somebody's walk with God, hearing someone like John Elmore's testimony about how he, how God freed him from the struggle of alcoholism that he had, that his life was not going to go well if it kept happening. Mm-hmm. And it may not be alcoholism, it might be something else, but you've probably got something that you're hanging on to and to hear someone's story and then to see that there are 300 other young adults in the room that go, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. It's humbling. I remember those moments when, when people went up and grabbed a penny off of the stage and it helps to know that I'm not the only one here. Mm-hmm. There are more people and I need it. So I need the consistency of once a year, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit pause. I'm going to go to this thing, even if I don't want, even if my, my, my emotions say I don't want to, I'm going to go to mm-hmm. it, and I'm going to be filled up.
1: Yeah, and I'm just, I, I'm feeling expectant, is is what I'm thinking for the conference. Um, we feel very strongly that, that God called us to do this, so there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just excited to see the lives that are changed, Uh, you know, people who don't know God to come to, into a relationship with Him because of this, um, sh- you know, people can be strengthened by this, mm-hmm. and... Um, so if you're out there and you're kind of on the fence about like, do I really want to go to that or do I not? Like, I would challenge you to like give this weekend to God and ask him like, God, will you use this to let me grow? Like use this to let me, um, experience you in a different way for maybe the first time or we all have moments where we're like, man, I just don't feel like I'm feeling great in my relationship with God. We need a little shot in the arm to be like, okay, yeah, I'm good. Like this is, this is good. So um, yeah, I'm feeling expectant about it and I'm really excited. So I want to invite all of you to come. Yeah. And one of my favorite verses is Hebrews
2: 10, 24 through 25 that says, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deed, not giving up meeting together, um, but encouraging each other all the more as we see the day approaching. Um, and something I love about that verse is that we are supposed to meet together as believers and encourage each other and, um, spur spur one another on. And so as the church, like we have to do that and be committed to doing that. So at a conference, that's a great time to feel encouraged and spurred on um, by each other.
0: That's right, y'all. So if you're out there, if you're still listening to this, why would you not come? YoungAdultsConference.com. It's young adults Conference dot com. Go register. 35 bucks, the best 35 bucks you'll spend this year, and we can't wait for y'all to be there. We're so excited, and as Coco said, we're expectant of all that God is going to do. Thanks for being here on this episode of Open Mic. We'll catch y'all next time.